and we're live you know what that means it means it's monday monday night that means it's time for mcu mondays i'm your host chris as always i'm here joined by my co-host debbie debbie hi guys how you doing tonight debbie I'm doing well, doing well. I'm excited about tonight's show. Deadpool, Conda, She-Hawk. Deadpool, Conda. I know you guys. I know. Ah. Well, there's good and bad, especially since we're talking about episodes six and seven. Uh, there's a lot to get into because I think a lot of people were kind of exasperated with six. And I think a lot of those same people, from what I've been able to see in the social media, liked seven a little bit more and of course some people didn't but some people weren't going to like any of this no matter what i think seven was great because you know tim roth's back but we're going to get into that we're going to get it we're going to go through uh yeah six first and then we're going to go into seven and then like you said after that we're going to be talking about the new wakanda trailer wakanda forever that dropped and then we're going to be talking about the deadpool announcement yes deadpool 3 had some earth-shattering news uh some would claim that it broke the internet but that's just something that i hate when people say because you're usually saying that on the internet and if you're saying it on the internet that means the internet hasn't been broken so boo but we're also joined today by a special guest john ambrose long time thanks for having me glad you could be here uh and i know you've been writing some articles for geek news now is that correct uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, uh, I see your name at the bottom of things that I'm reading over there on geeknewsnow.net. And every once in a while, I'm like, so when you were, someone mentioned to me that it's like, hey, John wants to be on the show tonight. I was like, oh, I recognize that name from those. Uh, so <laughs> keep pumping those articles yeah, out for I, the website, my man. I've been covering She Hulk. So, uh, you know, I figured it'd be nice, got off work early, it'd be nice to, you know, come on and talk about it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your perspective because uh, it's definitely a, it's definitely a <laughs> kind of there's a tumultuous relationship people seem to be having with the show. At least on social media, there's a lot of like sniping <laughs> uh, over whether or not people like it. It's it's very polarizing, and when we get into it, it's I'm, I'm going to love to talk about it. And that's what we're going to be talking about first tonight. Let's see, we already got some people in the chat. Robert Young. MCU Mondays. Well, my Monday night is saved. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Robert. Eddie is also in the house. <laughs> Stuart, in classic Stuart Henderson fashion, says, get a life, Robert. Stuart, what are you doing? You're here. <laughs> this is life, man. We're doing it right now. And we got Barbara Ambrose. Hello, GNN. Hello, Barbara. Thank you for joining us. Oh, hi, wife. <laughs> so we're going to get started, as we always do, with the theme song. And then we're going to get in talking about all that good stuff. So let's get that theme song going. Theme song guy. Oh, yeah! Yeah. 
are like super fast. <laughs> <laughs> Figured I'd pull that one out of the uh put that one pull that one out of the recycle bin. That was the opening I originally made when back when we were talking about Deadpool and Logan. <laughs> and it seems super appropriate for the news we have tonight. Because that Deadpool announcement, of course. Hugh Jackman's back. We're going to talk about that later in the episode, but Hugh Jackman coming back as Logan for Deadpool 3, which if you remember from Deadpool 2 and you're a Deadpool fan, you know that this is what we've all been hoping for. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wait, is that you? me don't scratch just cleaning up the timelines look day your old pal wade's gonna ask you to get back in the saddle again and when he does say yes so as long <laughs> as ago as that at least people were hoping to see deadpool and logan and we're gonna watch that clip again later in the episode we're gonna talk about all that later first we got to talk about she hulk um, we didn't have an episode of MCU Mondays last week because I had a ton of stuff going on. Unfortunately, my great aunt died. And fortunately, this past weekend, my sister got married. So there were <coughs> funerals and weddings and all sorts of things that took precedence. So we have two episodes of She-Hulk to talk about this week. Uh, so that's episode six and episode seven. So let's start out talking about episode six, which... Episode six, Just Jen. And I want to remind everyone that it was in episode five that we got that Daredevil helmet teaser. And then so far in episode six, no dead, uh, no Daredevil. And then episode seven, no Daredevil. So <laughs> what are our feelings on that? What do you think? John, what did you think of episode six uh, overall? It was kind of a... That was the wedding episode. That was the wedding episode. All right. Um... I, I liked it. The problem I have with the show, overall, I like the show. First, let me say that. I, I do have some problems with it, though. And one of my problems is the pacing. And um, in, in the wedding episode, I feel like it, it, it took a really long time to get to the point with, with uh, Titania and her and, and the fight at the end. And um, there, for a show that's meant to be a tongue-in-cheek comedy, there's not enough comedy in the well to go with the pacing of the show sometimes. And and sometimes I find myself watching, it's like, all right, where are we going with this? Mm -hmm. She's on her fifth shot. Okay, where are we going? And we're there. And mm -hmm. by the time the and by the time the payoff comes. I'm so exhausted from being bored. The payoff <laughs> doesn't click. Mm -hmm. So that's 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 why I have a love hate relationship with this show because I don't think it deserves the vitriol that it's getting. Sure, but I think that the pacing is definitely something, and there will be a season two. I would bet my last casino chip. On I would think so. Two. Um, well, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, because I kind of feel that way myself 
and like a lot of the stuff that's going on online is if like if you don't like it, there are people, not everyone, but there are people who are like, you know, die hard. They'll do anything to support this. They'll instantly like come at you if you if like just for not even. If, you, if they say, do you like the show? And you say, no, I don't like the show. They're like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, whoa. And then at the same time, they'll say something else like, you know, the show isn't meant for everyone. And I'm like, then why does me not liking it affect you? <laughs> you just said it's not for everyone. Apparently it's not for me. Can I just yeah. continue it's, it's, on my... <laughs> it's very strange. Even as me, someone who likes the show but has some criticisms on it, you have to if walk you on criticize, that's making you a target for these people. It's like, yeah, if you say anything bad about this show, like we're gonna get you. And it's like, yeah, I, I promise, internet, I'm not an astrophobe. I just have some technical issues with the show itself that can be resolved if they get to season two. I actually let me see if I where I put this. Uh... I made a meme representative of how I feel. There it is. Okay. She-Hulk, the best show ever. I'm not really a fan. <laughs> You're an incel. The preceding <laughs> joke was brought to you by men. Men, we don't know what we did. So when I made that, I had to dub over some of the voices because that's not the original like shot. I dubbed over her voice. I dubbed over the other girl's voice. Her screaming and running is still her. And I did the voice of the guy. But when I made this, it was because I had just been in a conversation on like a social media site where someone was like made the post and they're like, isn't this show great? And I said, I don't think that it is. That was my response. I didn't say this show is terrible. I didn't say, if you like this show, you're terrible. I didn't say anything like that. I said, I personally am not really a fan of this show. And, and then I got blasted. I got blasted. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what? I just said, I don't like it. And, and one of the responses was, well, you know, it's not for everyone. And I was like, then you should be expecting people not to like it. If it's not for everyone, then some people aren't going to. What is for every? Oh my gosh, it's just uh, yeah. And in my re initial review for the show, after the first isn't episode, she Hulk of, the best show ever. Um, in my initial review for the show, I said it's an adequate show that could be better, but it falls short. Yeah, I, I don't think by any means it's a bad show, but it yeah, just there are falls it's not short. a perfect show, though, right? No, it's not, it's not okay. It falls short in a lot of departments, and it has nothing to do with you know feminism or anything it's just technically the show falls short in a lot of departments and one of the main things is pacing and and you know it's it, it, when a, it's a half hour show and when a half hour show feels like you're watching a full episode of law and order <laughs> you know you've got to you got to pick things up a little bit you got to throw some jokes in you got to you know i don't care if it's a fatty falls down joke or if it's a, a whatever but you got to throw something in there to break the monotony monotony is a good word to describe a lot of what the show is yeah i sometimes try and find myself like looking back and like what happened in this episode and i just it's nothing though the most recent episode i remember a lot of what happened there because i i was laughing more i was enjoying it more i think but there's some episodes where I'm like, I remember certain things that have happened so far in the season, but I, it's not like episodes stand out so much. Just like, oh, every once in a while there was like 
And some of those pieces are now coming together, which is, I think, what some people have been waiting for, especially in episode seven. There's been a lot of stuff that's connecting, and I think we're going to see more of that. But it was difficult. I think, I think that this type of show, A, it is a big cameo show, and it should be. I stand by the fact that she's a lawyer for superheroes and whatever. You should just have every week be a different super or every two weeks or whatever, and then have those and have it be like that. I also think that it shouldn't be considered like a big connector series. Like, because the thing with the Disney plus is that they're putting out these shows and releasing them so that you stay subscribed to Disney plus. Yeah. I think she Hulk would work better if it came out like at the same time as another MCU show. And then people could say, okay, well that's the serious world connecting MCU show. And then also there's she Hulk over here. If you want to take things a little less seriously. And then you could do the Dick Wolf thing and cross it over. And then, you know, you can, you can, have, and, you, and have having cameos all the time, I mean, you will still be able to be connecting to these bigger things, but not in a way that it's like you have to watch this in order to know what's going on, but more like taking advantage of the fact that we can just have fun cameos. Isn't it supposed to be a fun comedy show? Like, go full into that aspect, because I still think some of the best stuff is when they have the cameos especially like Tim Roth is was phenomenal in this latest episode. That was just, I hadn't, just watching him counsel everyone i thought was very fun but i we were not done finished talking about the wedding yet by any means so we got to yeah. go back to that uh debbie i wanted to hear your thoughts what did you think of the wedding episode i like the wedding episode because <clears throat> i don't i don't know the wedding seems so fake because we never see the groom. They never say his name. And I was re-watching oh, yeah, you it. never see him. Yeah, I was re- I was re- Well, let's learn how to talk. I was re-watching it before the show. And watching the animated credits or whatever you want to call them. There is a thing where there's like a, like a photo booth pictures. And it there it says lulu and adam but throughout the whole show you don't see anything that's you know they they call him the groom they just call him the groom and you never see him and yeah you never like, see him well who's the important part of the wedding marrying her uh, dog yeah I, I could be wrong i i think that was what the um illusion was is that she married her dog no the dog was one of the groomsmen. Oh, That's who okay. Jen That's was supposed to walk down the aisle with. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know, and I could be totally in left field. But I just thought the the whole wedding thing was just a setup for Josh to get in good with Jen. I. Uh... It was, it was, you know, they had to be aware of the fact that they just put out a Daredevil spoiler. And then the next episode, they started out by saying, oh yeah, isn't this inconvenient timing? And it's like, but you're the ones making the show. You're the ones making it inconvenient. And like, now you're pointing it out and it's like, you're not being clever right now. You just know that you've pissed a lot of people off and you're like, get it. We got you. And it's like, yeah, you got me. 
I, I that think feels, it's that's an, awesome. I think it's an attempt to be clever, and they're trying to do a slow burn, and and I just don't think it worked out the way I don't think they did the slow burn properly, and I don't think it worked out the way they thought it would work out. Um, I, I I really do think they were trying to do the string along, and you know where's Daredevil and do. But you need you need to have the proper writing for it, and when you I, acknowledge I think, the fact that you just pissed the entire audience off, that's not a slow burn. You just trolled. Yeah. I think they should have just never have mentioned it that he was yeah, yeah. going to be in this series at all. It should have just been a total surprise, you know. Put in little hints. I mean, we seen his helmet, and I I didn't notice it until. I rewatched it, but I mean, the camera's focused on the helmet, but in back, I swear to God, it looks like Black Panther's suit or somebody's black suit. I thought maybe it might be Black Panther, but I then I thought, well, doesn't he make his own or doesn't he or she make her own stuff? I don't know how that works. I think they made a mistake putting Daredevil in the trailer to begin with. I think that scene with the helmet would have been so much better if Daredevil wasn't in the trailer and then all of a sudden you see his helmet you're like, oh crap, that's Daredevil's helmet. He's going to be in the show. Yeah, it's like you spoiled right. your own surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It would have been like, so hey, much better. There's going to be a surprise party sometime next month. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm thinking what? maybe the you. tail end. I, what? What are you doing? <laughs> maybe the tail end of the next to the last episode, and then the last episode he'll be in it. Well, who knows at this point? Everyone's like, oh, he's going to be in episode five, and then it was just his helmet. It's like, oh, so we'll get to see him next episode. Then it's like, lol, no. And it's like, well, maybe he'll be in the next episode. And then it's just like, nothing. And then at this point, it's just like, you troll, you like tricked me into watching this show. <laughs> and I'm just still watching it now because I'm like, well, A, I do this this show, and so I have to see it no matter what. But again, like if I didn't do this show, I probably wouldn't be watching this religiously. It, I might binge it at some point. I might watch, but it's not like every week I'm like, oh, I gotta see what happened on She-Hulk. It's just not. It's I don't, and I I'm not saying that it should even be trying to convey that sort of emotion. But I think that's also why it would work better if it wasn't like a if they were doing another show at the same time, you know, yeah. just so this one could be more silly. It could live up to that comedy side of things and just be purely fun and not have to hold things together. Cause there's not, there aren't questions. There's like, where's the Hulk going? And it's like, well, we'll answer that in three years <laughs> or not. <laughs> you know, Mark Ruffalo. Hopefully it's just a way to be replaced by Edward Norton again. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, now, some people have uh, no. hypothesized that he's on the way to go meet his son because while he was Hulk for several years on Sakaar or whatever, they're thinking that he got somebody pregnant and that's how he was getting jiggy with it. Young Hulk or whatever is now <laughs> going to be introduced so they can do the, the kid team up with the other kids they've been introducing. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of the problem about the connectivity. It's like Dr. Strange too, or, you know, as I call it, the introduction of America Chavez, like <laughs> it wasn't so much 
Doctor Strange's movie. At the end of that movie, they teased the Doctor Strange movie, but that movie wasn't like... It was like, hey, get ready for this other character who's also not actually here yet. It's There's not enough like actual standalone films or standalone, like purely just one character. It's all got like everything has to be tying in. And sometimes that's fine, but sometimes it takes away from like the character whose movie it's supposedly supposed to be about. But then again, I think the cameos like that would work really well in this show. I think that's how this show should work. Uh, and it would yeah, work I, better. I mean, I think it would be great if it was her as a lawyer and you had like Punisher show up and you're like, hey, I'm in trouble again. And it was like a, it was a, it, and it was like a genuine comedy. And it's like, what did you do, Frank? <laughs> it's like, you know, and you, you just have, you know, random super, like you said, random cameos, random superheroes show up. Yeah. Or villains, you know. And just, it's like a, or, but the villain of the week, it goes by the villain of the week model, but the villain is the court case. You know, yeah. that's what you have, that's what you're going up against. And so sometimes you'll have to represent people you don't necessarily agree with. And sometimes you'll have to go up against like an actual villain, but it's more about like actually what's happening in court. And the writers have like come out and said, they're not good at writing courtroom scenes, which just blew my mind. I was like, none of you, isn't that a sign that you should hire someone who's good at courtroom scenes. If you're writing a courtroom comedy show and I've watched courtroom comedies that are great. Boston legal is so funny. And at the same time, when it comes down to the courtroom stuff, that is enjoy like interesting to watch engaging to watch you should have someone on your team that knows how to write stuff like that i mean and i i think the style of comedy they're going for they would have benefited from getting someone from ally mcbeal because mm -hmm. i think that's that that's the style they're going for and i think if they reached out and got someone that wrote on ally mcbeal um and and wrote that style of comedy for the court cases i think it would have paid off yeah because, Night court, yeah, because that was another female show with a heavy female staff that was incredibly successful. Yep. Uh, so back to the wedding episode. Um, one thing I guess something I kind of liked in kind of I guess a weird way, just because every episode has the men pretty much being jerks, and as we even saw in episode at the end of episode seven, we even know the guy that we meet in this who is seemingly a good guy is actually also a jerk. So there is no redeeming like almost any but two men in this entire show so far. We'll even see. Maybe they'll turn out to be really jerks too. When but, abomination is is the best man in the show, you know that it's <laughs> and that whole group actually is something I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, I, I, I have some things to say about it too. I laughed. I laughed as I was laughing more than I've probably laughed like per episode at that. But the 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 wedding thing, it was nice to see also in this just women were also just being horrible. Mm -hmm. Her bridesmaids were all just like, oh, and the the bride herself was just like, oh, and Jen actually some of the time was even like, oh, especially when she shows up as She-Hulk. First of all, that dude that was making the super suit for her and her regular suits also just made her like a party dress. Like, how much stuff did he make for you? What did he charge? What is that? Just, he just, oh, I made you a dress for, for your wedding, which the audience didn't even know was happening is a thing. But apparently the guy that you're getting your super suit from knew. So then you show up to the wedding as She-Hulk when Jen was invited. I thought that was nuts. I was like, you just show up as She-Hulk when it's a wedding? 
when all the attention is supposed to be on the bride? Like, you should know better than that. You done That's a bitch out move. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a. I was like, you are a stone. You got a pair on you. Show up with like drawing attention away from the bride like that's a that's a bitch move and it happens in like other sitcoms like someone will show up wearing white and it's like i can't believe showing up a she-hulk was kind of like that yeah just showing up now if there had been a threat where you have to change that's a different thing entirely but just showing up and being like oh look at she-hulk and they kind of saved that i think by explaining her insecurities about herself and i was just like i want people to like me and not and so there that was the other side of it but i was like the way that you talk about She-Hulk and all that stuff, I and the way that you come off, I would think you would do better <clears throat> than to do something like show up as She-Hulk. I don't know. That just, I'll tell you what. My wife is a foot shorter than me. She is five feet and a quarter inches. And if She-Hulk showed up stealing her thunder, she would have taken She-Hulk out. <laughs> she would have she just taken her out. She would have. There would have been no questions asked. No one would have seen yeah. anything. It would have been. People was like, that's what the bride wants, so that's what's happening. Just, <laughs> yeah. Like we just had my sister's wedding this past week, and it was like, What are you doing? It's for the bride. I just carry on. Go do it. But this bride was even just like, oh, she's like, Hey, clean up and do these people's laundry. And and it's like, that's not really. I mean, yeah. I guess as a bridesmaid, you you want to help out as much as possible. That should be what you want to do, but yeah, but it was all put on Jen. It was all I, put on just her, yeah. like. And I kind of wonder if maybe she was treated that way. I don't know. I can't remember if they. she said they met in college or high school or what. High school, I, I think. kind of wonder if, you know, the bride had treated her, Lulu, treated her the same way in high school. Maybe this was just her way of getting back. Yeah. As showing up as She-Hulk. Shulk. Uh, I thought that the fight between her and Titania is that her name? Titania. 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 Okay. Uh, was I okay? I just can't get over this, and this is going to be one of those things where some people will say it's comedy, you're nitpicking, blah blah blah. But when she first gets punched in the face. By a super-powered Hulk, able to battle She-Hulk level super person, and she goes flying backwards like ten feet and rolls, and she gets up and she's just totally fine, and she's not She-Hulk at the time. I'm like, that should have been a fist into a skull, like into the fit, like, or at least a bloody nose, something. You just got punched in the face by a superpowered person and you're in your regular person mode right now how are you just fine that pissed me off <laughs> i think what pissed me off more is that she hulk punched titania in the face and titania was fine but falling on the ground busted her teeth up well i think that's also because they were like I mean, that's not part of her natural anatomy or whatever. They were she like had veneers, veneers. Yeah. So her veneers got, but so like, that's a little bit more excusable, but the whole gen being the normal, like, that's the thing is that when you're not She-Hulk, you're not impervious to stuff. So when you get punched in the face by a She-Hulk, you should, until you turn into She-Hulk and like repair it or whatever, you should get 
something. She just gets up like it's fine. If you get punched in the face hard enough to fly 10 feet and roll to a stop, your face is not fine. Like, oh, yeah. it was just something so weird. Like, that's if you're gonna have someone get punched, it's like it's just something that takes me out of the show. And maybe I'm a weird person that other people are just like, just it's who cares? You get punched in the face, fine. <laughs> I'm like, if you get punched in the face like that, like if it's raining, people get wet. And so if in the show it's raining and then the actor's not actually getting wet, you notice that because it's like, well, if someone would get wet, that's weird. I'm noticing that things aren't. So when someone gets punched in the face by a superhero, there should be a sign, and I'm probably, you know, that's that was one of my biggest complaints out of that episode. I was just like, I, I can't get by this. That should, that should, show some. I know she was drunk too, but being drunk just means you don't necessarily feel it. Not that you didn't just actually get punched in the face by like a train, <laughs> and that makes me wonder, like Titania's power levels all over the place. Like it seems, you know, it's kind, of, yeah, it's like. Oh, I fell down, and that's what defeated me. It is, like you said, it's weird. It's, but also it was, I guess, other people like filming her, and then her freaking out, and I was like, "Did you just defeat her? Is that like the end of her arc in this show?" That's actually what I'm wondering. Like, is she gonna be back again at some point? Like, <laughs> well, when we discuss episode seven, I have my own theory on that. So when we, when we get into episode seven, I'll I'll uh, I'll talk about that. I don't have much more that I want to say, or I don't think, on episode six. I mean, the only other thing that happens is she does meet the nice guy, which we'll talk more about at the with episode seven. So do you guys have anything else you wanted to specifically mention on episode six? I think ultimately it was a filler episode meant to just throw some seeds in for the rest of the season. Um, I think it's probably the least necessary episode. Um of of the series so far if you had episodes one through five and then episode seven you wouldn't miss anything by not watching episode six except punching someone while they're puking yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh debbie what'd you think um well like i said before i i, I just think the whole wedding thing was in my opinion just a setup a lead up to this Josh guy who's working for somebody I won't mention until we start talking about the next episode, but. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, you can, yeah. Well, it turns out, yeah, the, the, the only nice, the genuinely nice person she's met turns out to actually not be genuinely nice. I think, okay, so in the show, I think the only genuinely nice men are her current boss, because he's like, yeah, I was gonna say pug. Her, but her current boss, because he's like strict, or he has like stuff that he wants done a certain way, but he's not like a. Everyone else is pretty much misogynist, if you can say, it. except again, pug, and maybe like her dad. I think has been fine, but like every other man you meet is just like trash, except actually in this last episode, which is interesting because the men that we meet. Who aren't trash in this episode are in a support group of like failed heroes that are or failed villains or just super powered or like you know strange people that are finding anger management treatment or like self-help treatment 
through abominations teachings. Did you see on the poster on the back when they're sitting in group it said Obama stay? <laughs> like, namaste, but Obama stay. Like, and that's what Jen keeps saying about it. She's like, these are empty platitudes. Like you just said a lot, but you didn't say anything at all. As someone who has been collecting comics since he was six years old, can I just say that great pull from the writers for putting the porcupine in there. He was from like an obscure 80s issue of Captain America. He made one appearance and has never been seen since. So someone someone plucked that out. And I was, uh, as someone who has that issue, I was laughing so hard at that cameo. Uh, I, and I, I like I just I got a huge kick out of that because I was like, did they really just give us the porcupine in a support group? And it's someone you can do just about anything with because there's not like a you can't really claim to be like a hardcore supporter of the they changed the porcupine and I'm mad about it. It's like <laughs> yeah. right, okay, come on, you should be you should be praising the fact that there's anything happening with this guy at all. Uh, <laughs> the okay so that one starts like there's she's freaking out because dude won't text her back she gets ghosted there's some uh well, there's some fun editing work in like the beginning of her day where she's in multiple places at once that was neat um there's a lot of like text bubbles popping up and that sort of thing um which is kind of something that we saw more of in the Captain Marvel show, Miss Marvel. Uh, just using a lot of those like icons and everything's pop up, text chats. When she was walking around the place, the searching bar was above her head. Um, but most of the fun of this episode came from her interaction with Abomination and with these villains. And actually, the parole officer guy was funny. Okay. So he calls her up, and he's like, uh, there was a glitch with his monitoring thing, so we have to go check on Abomination. And she's like, okay. And he's like, well, we don't really have the funds for to get like a task force up there, so can you come with me? And I'm sitting there like, what do you mean you don't have the funds? Who doesn't have the funds? Who's monitoring the parole of Abomination, and how do you not have the necessary equipment to actually monitor him or take him down if he gets loose? If he gets I, loose, are they just like, I hope a superhero shows up because we were just doing this out of kind of like a symbolic gesture? I well, have... yeah, it, it don't make sense because like in, in Ant-Man, they had the FBI monitoring him. And it's like, and so you don't have some, you don't have the FBI or the equivalent of like watching Abomination. Yeah, I is mean, he just under like the standard <laughs> parole of like anything that we just have this monitor that we check? Like this is just a guy who's no he he isn't there a superhuman parolee division? It, it it's like you know where are the nuclear weapons? Oh, they're in my basement. They're good. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I haven't been monitoring them. Uh, oh, the alarm broke, and I don't really have the uh, funds to have a security team. So can you go check on them with me? I feel like we're just yeah, we're asking for bad things to happen. But so they have to go and check up on Abomination, and so she goes with the parole guy, and she's texting while driving pretty constantly. 
And so it's like, no wonder you keep getting into car accidents. You texture and driver. <laughs> uh, even though the, the, the her car does get damaged in this episode, but it's because of like superpowered people fighting, uh, not because of anything she did, but still, it's like setting a terrible example. <laughs> uh, and you know it's a show, too, so I blame you. Uh, she knows what she's doing. She's self-aware. They even actually do a... Did we do a previously on at the beginning mm -hmm. of this episode? Yeah, that was a fourth wall break. I appreciated that one. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, she has to go up there. She meets the parole guy. They're talking to Abomination. She is in She-Hulk mode. And Abomination is just in Tim Roth mode. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, and he's just chilling. <laughs> and it's he's like he's so funny. I just think it's so funny that he's acting the way he's acting. Now his explanation was they're like, oh, so there was a glitch with your monitor, and he's like, I don't know what happened. And the guy's like, Well, did you bump into anything? And I was like, How what kind of monitor is this? <laughs> Bumping into something will like he turns into an abomination. How? <laughs> what? And then he's just like, well, you know what? I did get a shot from the electric fence because I was chasing after my favorite chicken. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, well, that's what probably did it. I guess we're fine. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that there's no follow up on that. You know, like the uh, the the one of the most dangerous villains in Marvel history. <laughs> what separates him from humanity is an uh, electric fence <laughs> that apparently doesn't even work. It just knocks out the monitor that's supposed to be keeping track of him. <laughs> ah. Where where was all his uh, girlfriends? You know, all those ladies that were in the the prison. His, yeah, all the people that bought him that property. Yeah, it's like you never seen him there, unless he's got him tied up somewhere. Yep. Don't know. Don't know. Not got nothing on them. <laughs> his soulmates. His like seven soulmates. Yeah. No, there's just a bunch of dudes here. Bunch of strange dudes. <laughs> uh, a guy who's not a matador fighting a guy that's not quite a bull. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny, like their issues and stuff. It's like these are not even like B list characters, these are like C list, D list, like, and it's like their problems. It's easy to want to mock them, but it's like, what makes them any less? <laughs> what makes Morbius? me any less deserving of, you know? Was that Morbius's son? I don't, I've never heard of that character before. The black, oh, guy. the vampire. Well, yeah. it, it, the, here's he, the thing, though, is that Tim Roth, the abomination, goes, he thinks he's a vampire. And I was like, wait, so is he a vampire? Is he He not? is a vampire. He's a very old vampire, and he's a vampire that has went up against Blade. Has huh. gone up against Blade? Well, mm -hmm. and apparently, well, while we're on the topic of Blade, yeah. apparently uh, the guy that is playing Blade in the MCU is not happy with the script they've got so far. He was. It said it's like ninety pages long with only two action sequences, and he's very. He said he was very frustrated with the process. Yeah. So and the director is uh, dropped out. The director dropped out. So, 
cross your fingers. We on this channel love us some blade and we are hoping for the best but even if we don't end up getting it we'll still have the original blade motherfucker are you out of your damn mind Man, like he's, he's like, you have 20 guys around him. I was there, man. He's got shitty throws at you. Maybe you can get like the sword. Yeah, you the sword. Exactly. Shit, yeah, you can throw like in the, the air. Can't throws, shoot underneath. Exactly. Yeah, you shut the fuck up! What's the matter? You missed that? It's okay, I can do it again. Those movies are fun. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's why, you know, it's the same... And we'll talk about this more later, but it's the same fear you have now that Disney is the one in control of these things. You worry about the R-rated movies. And so the first, I think the first real test of that is going to be Deadpool 3. Uh, but we'll talk about that more later. Um, so, yeah, we've got that guy. I forget that that vampire's name, but we've got the black vampire. Farsian. Farsian. I don't know. Like I said, I forget it. I'm not going to be able to tell you <laughs> off the top of my head. Well, I was like, it's not worth really keeping track of. You know, I was like, Porcupine, he's easy, easy to remember. He's a Porcupine. Then there's the guy who I think of as the Matador. That's not his name, but they were making fun of the fact that. And I think we have a, a, a doggy that needs some attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hearing it like scrabbling. I was like, oh. <laughs> this is usually his curl up on the couch time, and I'm taking his spot. So. Oh, he's jealous. Okay. Yeah, he's mad. Yeah, and the, and the bull man, who I, I don't, you know, these are not, like I said, they're D list characters, but it is funny. Because like it doesn't it doesn't really I'm not invested in seeing them done a certain way so it's not like they had Captain America in here and portrayed him completely wrong I was like it's a bull dude it's a sword guy this is fine I'm this is fun who cares <laughs> you know let's have fun with it and they did I, mean, I, I think that did. was I think that was the the joke I, and I think that's a lot of the point that people are missing about this show is the show is very when it's on and and they're they're. They're on their game. It's a very tongue-in-cheek show. Uh-huh. And it, it, it's very fun when they get it right. Because it doesn't take itself seriously. And it doesn't, you know, not everything has to be Avengers. Right. So, I mean, um, that that's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much my stance on it. And uh, that's <laughs> my wife. My wife made an appearance. <laughs> um, but not everything has to be. Not everything has to be serious. And I think that's trying. There we go, buddy. There we go. I think that's what they're uh, trying to go with. And I think when they succeed, they succeed greatly. And like I said two weeks ago, when you had your show, when it fails, it really just tanks. It, it 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 hits rock bottom when it fails. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, real quick in the chat. This is an MCU related. Will you be doing any gaming streams in the future? I will at some point. I just haven't done that many because my internet has a tendency to crap out, and it infuriates me because it ruins my streams. And 
this when it craps out i usually can get back into it. it doesn't shut down the whole thing with the gaming streams i've been having trouble and it just frustrates me but i do plan to get back to them i'm working on that resident evil 4 i know i gotta finish that i'm working on it and i plan on it and i can't do still game i don't think in a live stream but i'll be doing more regular reactions to that um so yeah Debbie, what did you think of this episode of the Circle of Trust? And yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I, I like the whole dynamic of these guys who have been, well, at least in the comics, they have been beaten by the Avengers at one point or another. And they're all there trying to change themselves. <laughs> But yeah, I, I thought it was a great dynamic. I mean, you know, they're they're villains that well, I don't read the comics anyways, but they're villains that are not real well well known, like the porcupine. The other ones might be better well known, but yeah, I, I like the whole dynamic of the thing. And then, you know, they brought in uh, uh I forget his name, but the part of the wrecking crew. Yeah, the guy with the crowbar. Yeah, the magic crowbar. It's like, I don't need a magic crowbar to work out my anger. <laughs> and, she, and I like when he was like, uh, you know, I'm no supervillain, you know, attacking you in the alley, blah, blah, blah. What do I think I am, like a, a supervillain or something? She goes, you're four guys who attack one woman alone. You are a supervillain. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was like, that was a good line. Um and so, yeah, when she saw him, she immediately, like, hawks out and goes to fight him. And I was like, so good at controlling your anger. <laughs> You're about to murder a dude. Like, right? I think this is kind of what the part about that was the, I think it was the bull man. He was like, I just stacked those chairs. I just stacked those chairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then and then it's like someone else is like, hey, don't like persecute her. And he goes, like, I'm allowed to be angry. <laughs> like, I'm allowed to feel my feelings. Like there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on in the background. Uh the whole thing about with him and the matador guy being codependent and like, all right, you need to switch chairs with someone because this is getting this is getting to be too much. <laughs> like that, like that was really funny. You know, an abomination being the leader, being the one who's like, now how can we solve this as we've learned to solve our problems in group? And it's like, oh, I and so it's this was in a normal like superhero story. This would probably be where like you're fighting the villain, and you know, it's so this is a fun turnaround on that sort of thing where now you're actually working with this guy. And it'll be interesting to see if Abomination actually turns out to be a villain. Like, is he actually really reformed? Or was there actually something shady going on with his monitor? Is that just an excuse he came up with and he's been doing some stuff? Uh, that, like, I'm wondered. intrigued. I want to know more about this. That I was wondered. where... Oh, I'm sorry. You go, uh, Debbie. Uh, I kind of wondered um, if the guy with the sword, maybe they were trying to because he had that bioelectric sword, and I thought maybe they were trying to get it off somehow with that. Or maybe oh, they were just wrestling. Maybe they were wrestling and it got in the way. I don't know. Or maybe it was uh, just an electric fence mishap. Or maybe he uh, 
turned into abomination and did something but that we don't even know about. off because he gets huge. I that, don't know. The ankle break bracelet would have uh, broken off. So maybe, yeah, they were trying to shock it off with that guy's sword. Also, when he like raised the sword, it was like, lightning! I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you do that? <laughs> How you not beat this pig man yet? Like, I think that it's um, a build-up, and I think my, my theory on it is that Abomination is going to end up being the big bad. I think they spent the season having us focus on Titania. And in this past episode, there were just way too many coincidences. The guy getting ghosted, the thing malfunctioning, Abomination coaxing her into talking about it, and then the big reveal at the end. And I think Abomination, it wouldn't have a character like that in the show if they didn't have, if they were good writers, they wouldn't have a character like that in the show. So do you think and he's not have hulking? a grandiose plan? You think you he's think hulking? I'm so sorry. Do you think he's the Hulk King? I think so. I think so. Or he's gonna, or he's a head of that group, the intelligentsia. That uh, um, I, I think he has a bigger role to play, and I think they have us focusing on Titania because um, girl fight. And I think that he's going to come out of left field, and I think that's going to be one of the big reveals for the uh, second season. Because mm, I've been focused on uh... shit. What's his name? What's his name, Chris? What? Which the person? one that was in the uh, Ed Norton movie? The leader. The, the leader. leader. I, I kept wanting to call him the brain. <laughs> I knew that was it. <laughs> oh, no, the leader. Yeah, he was in the Ed Norton. And they're bringing him back. He's going to be the main villain in Captain America New World Order. So that, yeah, that is the theory that he's the Hulking and that he's still trying to get his hands on like a pure sample of Hulk blood. Uh, because I don't know if he, I don't think he ever actually got it in that hulk movie but yeah so there's that because he's returning so there's a chance he'll be involved but we really don't know as of right now now here's what doesn't make sense to me and this is coming from a medical field but at the end where they showed what josh was actually doing and then it showed a lab and they had this, or wait, was that the... Uh, that uh, was two different episodes. Okay, well... Well, he slept... Okay. Well, anyways, they were in that lab, and they showed that big-ass needle. That was the end of the wedding episode. Okay, well then, Josh sends a text. It's an emoji text. Like, a needle, blood, and, you know, thumbs up. And I'm like, now if he used that needle from the other episode, how the hell did she? Well, they haven't not shown it up? yet, so we don't actually know if he got it or if he's just communicating. I'm good to go on getting that, but if he's good to go on getting it, then where's he been the last three days? And so if well, he already has he already it, how did he it. get it? Well, we haven't seen it. 
did they show him with it? No, he's just sent a text with emojis, which is infuriating. Like, you know, we're, we're working for a criminal organization. What are you doing with the fucking emojis? Did you get it? Did you not get it? This is not clear at all. This is ridiculous. What? Who do you think you're working for? What do you think this is? You're sending me emojis? And what, what was the purpose of uh, copying her phone? Again, maybe that is just, that's probably part of it that we don't know yet because it's like we haven't seen, so we don't know, and we have to wait for them to actually show it. So, and when is if and if Daredevil's going to get involved? If if Abomination's the big bad who they're going to have to fight, I would not want Daredevil as my only team member against that. Like, <laughs> you're good at punching things and bludgeoning. You're good at punching thugs and punching people and whatever. This is a Hulk. We need to like give you a weapon that can hurt a Hulk because otherwise you're just nothing. <laughs> you can't. Can, can you at least give us cable <laughs> or someone with someone with superhuman abilities? And it's gonna be Daredevil in his like yellow suit. It's like ah, now oh, you're in trouble now. It's a different colored suit than you're used to. Not that he can even see it. How does he know? That he wore when he was a teenager. <laughs> he doesn't even know if it's a different color. They could really give him any color suit and just mess with him. And he'd just be like, Dress him up like a clown. I'm trusting you that this is red <laughs> because, I, you know, with my whole thing is... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically the seventh episode. I think we're covered there. You guys have anything else you want to say on She-Hulk before we move on? Uh, I just think the seventh episode was much better than the sixth, and I'm really hoping that towards the end of the season and going into season two that they can level out and give us a more consistent show. Because like I said at the beginning of this um, stream, the problems mainly are pacing and consistency, and I'm really hoping that they can just level it out and, and, and deliver a good product consistently uh, going forward. So right on so let's see uh we've got people in the chat talking about me singing i'm not <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna have to look into that uh the irish started the troubles they ran out of potatoes yeah well, that's because the only thing the British left them to eat were the potatoes. They took all the other food they had and left them only with the potatoes. So when the potato famine hit, they could have eaten the other food, except it was all taken by the British. So Did no one have a fishing pole? I don't know. I'm, I'm I thought not... they were talking about hobbits. They took the... <laughs> Look up the history of the potato famine. It goes a lot deeper than that, I know. It's a, it, it's, it's, uh... it's a lot. I know he's just kidding because they're Scotland. They're Scotland and they're just like, ah, oh, well, what was that Craig Ferguson joke? Oh, he was like, the Irish and the Scottish are basically the same. You know, I think he said like Scotland was founded when one Irishman went out to the coast and said, hey, look, I see somewhere even rainier. <laughs> uh, so my grandmother said that Scotland was for the people that were too short for Ireland. Too short? I never heard that one before. All the short people that got kicked out of Ireland ended up in Scotland. Learn something new every day. Tell us the truth, Scotsman in the in the chat. Let's see. 
If they can afford to emigrate, they can afford to eat at a modest restaurant. That's such bullcrap. They were like packed onto ships. Oh my god, we're not spending any more time on this right now. I refuse to spend Where did another. This go? I know. Well, it's it's this. It's I got a bunch of Scots in the chat, which I love. Yeah, Robert and Stuart used uh, usually have their own little side conversations during yeah. the show, and it's sometimes fun to get into. I enjoy. I mean. I love it. So they're fun to read. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about this Marvel stuff, and we're almost already at an hour. So we got still Wakanda and Deadpool to talk about. So let's take a look at the Wakanda Forever new trailer. We're gonna play it right now. Confusing. There's a lot happening. A lot going on. A lot on. happening. A lot going on. Clearly, they want to compete with Aquaman with the Namor casting. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm having trouble making sense of it. I don't know who the exactly the uh, antagonist is supposed to be. Yeah, there's kind of a question there. Uh, we don't really know. It sounds like they're saying that they said he's coming for from the sea or he's coming for the land now. So it sounds like he's leading this underwater people up to take out some... But why is Wakanda involved is my question. And how are they getting to Wakanda? Because I was pretty sure it was like in the heart of Africa... So unless they have like an underwater tunnel that for some reason goes straight to Wakanda, like you'd have to fly there. But it seems like he can also fly, which was neat. I liked him jumping with his winged feet. 
the action sequences look pretty cool. CGI looks pretty on point. I mean, compared to She-Hulk. Yeah. It's way better, you know. Um, so there, it looks to be like some, there's going to be some great action sequences. I'm kind of interested to learn more about his story. And after having seen, and there's Riri Williams making her Iron Heart suit. So the spiritual successor to Iron Man is going to be in this for the first time. All so right. there's definitely a lot going on. There's there's tons of stuff happening in this film. And it has to do with a lot of stuff that we're already familiar with. Wakanda mm -hmm. we're familiar with. Iron Man we're familiar with. Uh, the Namor side of things is a bit new. But it's not like Eternals where it's like everything they're talking about is like, this is complete nonsense in comparison to everything you've ever heard about. Like... This is it's it's Wakanda. They're dealing with the death of Chadwick Boseman of their last king of Black Panther, and it seems as though they've chosen a new one. So, or a new one has been chosen. Looks what like I'd, Shuri. What I'd like to see when the movie comes out is I'd like to see a lot of the new Black Panther. I don't want them to do that business that a lot of movies do where she goes back and forth, and then you have the Black Panther for like ten minutes at the end fighting. I I, I want to see them get right into it. I don't want to wait for the suit. I don't want to wait for the reveal. Just get right into it. Pay the tribute to Chadwick Boseman, anoint her, and have her get right into it. Mm -hmm. um, and we I already would... had in the first Black Panther the whole fight for who's taking control, and it's very unfortunate that Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman did pass away. Uh, because we all would have really liked to see him do more with this character, you know? Yeah, and I, I think he did a great job with it. I think it's a definitely a hard role to step into, and I'm 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 glad that they're not shying away from it, and they're and they're going for it. And uh, you know, with great risk comes great reward, and I think uh, hopefully. Uh, this will this will live up to the legacy he already set for the character, and um, you know it's it's going to be tough. I think I think this is inadvertently divisive because there's going to be a lot of people who probably think the franchise should have died with him, and I think there's a lot of people that are happy that the franchise is going in a new direction. So I, I think yeah. this is going to be I think this is going to be one of those arguments. And uh, it's it's tough for like Marvel fans or MCU fans if they're just big big Marvel MCU fans and not so much fans of older comic book stuff because <clears throat> then you kind of see like because the way it used to be done is just yeah new actors took over all the time look at how many different Batman there have been yeah like there have been different Superman but the thing with like the MCU is there's only been like one Iron Man so far and so people and like Captain America and so even when in Falcon and Winter Soldier we had this new Captain America come into play we were supposed to not like him in the show like that mm -hmm. was part of what they were doing but people were like super already not liking him because he wasn't 
Captain America. Like, this isn't my Captain America. You know, it's like, this is not Captain America. And so, and even comic fans are more used to this type of thing because there's different runs of the character, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this version of the character. And then when that story is told, you get a new version of the character. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you can like different versions. One can be your favorite, and then other people can like another one better. Mm-hmm. But it's good to get that variety out there. And the MCU is kind of this the first time where they've gone this long trying to keep like this the, the, everything matching and the characters the same and it's really hard to do because it's live action and actors grow and they want to go do other stuff or they want to you know it's like ah. when they get older and they can't do the action scenes as much yeah it's very interesting it's very fun but i, yeah, I think just from the trailer it looks so beautiful uh yeah, I'm taking tissues with me. <laughs> I want to go see it. And I uh, I believe in the comics, uh, Namor is an anti-hero. So I don't well, know. Well, he certainly seems to be yeah. villainous in this. So. Na- yeah, Namor, I- is not a, Namor is not a good guy. Yeah, and, then, and that's the other thing that I liked is that they mentioned that he was like, he is called Kukakulkan or whatever, which I also know I probably butchered that, but that's like an oh, Aztec oh. god. <laughs> And so that's like Moon Knight. We have Egyptian God coming in with uh, Wakanda. You have Bast. Is who they, and that's kind of like this. So we have kind of the gods coming into play here. They called him Kukulkan, the feather serpent god. Killing him will risk it. And he definitely yeah. seems uh, pretty, like there are some shots of him, especially when he's like right up in that Wakandan chick's face where it's like, he definitely strikes me as villainous, or I at least wonder, predatory. Why they made him Aztec, though, because he's the king of Atlantis in the comics, and you think that would have been good enough? Well, I think he's a he's a half. Yeah, breed. He's um, yeah, half breed wasn't a good word. I apologize. <laughs> Didn't mean to offend anybody, uh, but yeah. I thought I read somewhere, and I'm pretty sure it was Namor that they were talking about that he was half Cree, half scroll. I have Is no that idea. right? I have no idea. Maybe to be completely honest, Namor is one of the characters I really never collected and don't really know much about. He's always just kind of been there. I can probably count on one hand the amount of comics I have that have Namor in them. Yeah. The so. big deal that he was, as far as I knew, and I'm not even a huge comic person, I've done some, but I, I you know, was he was a part of the um, Illuminati. Yeah. Because, like, he had the underwater kingdom, you know, like, that's kind of a big deal. That's the entire, the oceans are big, and this guy can apparently control, it's just like Aquaman, you know, it's like, super important because the depths of the ocean are like his domain and there's a lot of stuff that's under the ocean <laughs> every tr- ship that's ever sunk with treasure yeah like oh it's got it oh this guy we have nothing else to do but collect it and try and clean up all the other crap you're dumping in here no wonder they always come up to try and conquer the land it's like you're you just dump everything in here and we're tired of it <laughs> There is an island of trash out there, okay? You have no idea. It's, it's bad. It's, it's not good. And I'm laughing, but that's that's true. That's 
that's not a comic book point. They're trash islands, and we should be concerned. Um, and no, but I think the lucky thing in that situation is that in reality, there is no winged footman that will come and kill us all. So we don't need protection from that. <laughs> Look at our blessings. Now then, let's get into Deadpool news. Hey everyone, uh, we're extremely sad to have missed D23, but we've been working very hard on the next Deadpool film for uh, a good long while now. I've had to really search my soul on this one. Uh, his first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside. And I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's completely empty up here. And terrifying. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. him so much <laughs> dear Deadpool and Wolverine together at last the only thing I find weird because I've looked usually when like when uh, Spider-Man came out you know through through Sony the Tom Holland ones Marvel would like or comment on, you know, like a, well, this isn't a trailer. It's just an announcement. But Marvel or Marvel Studios or Marvel Entertainment, they would, you know, like and make comments on it. There has not been anything from them. Didn't they release it? No. It was on Ryan's YouTube page and TikTok. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, let's see. So that was the only thing. That was one of the reasons I kind of wondered if if it was trolling. <laughs> I was just like, surely he wouldn't do well, that. Either okay. that or he's campaigning. But you they put the date up, so I don't. Maybe Disney is staying away from it because. Well, let's it's watch the rating. second trailer because I think after because okay maybe after watching that it's first one. Butter, empty peanut butter jar. <laughs> maybe after watching that first one, you could think, "Is this real? It was just kind of a cameo appearance. It was just him walking out the back. Is this just a?" But then this one came out. Hi. Hi. How are you? You have questions. Yes. I, I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're going to answer them right now. Like, for example, how is Wolverine alive yeah. after Logan? Logan uh, takes place in 2029. Mm -hmm. Totally separate thing. Mm -hmm. Logan died in Logan. Not touching that. What actually happens in our film is these two... Get out there. Uh, 
There is a version without the music. That's useful. Periodically turn it down. You can't hear anything anyway. Thank so you, that's Kevin the joke. Feige. Love you, Kevin Feige. Thank you, MCU. <laughs> so I love this too because think, we've just been going at it for years. <laughs> exactly. And I think after seeing that one in addition to the other one, it's happening, you know? I think that pretty well confirms it. Or else they just did that to convince Marvel to do it, but because now at this point Marvel would have to come out and say we're not doing that and people would riot because they were like what are you talking about we just saw it and we've been expecting it since Deadpool 2 wait is that you hey it's me don't scratch just cleaning up the timelines. Look, day your old pal Wade's gonna ask you to get back in the saddle again. And when he does, say yes. Right next to a huge steaming bowl of foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I think they're gonna do it because why wouldn't you do it? As long, like the main thing that was standing in the way of this was Hugh Jackman and him saying like Logan will be the end. That was probably the biggest barrier. I'm sure Marvel, they like making money. I'm sure they would love to have him be in that. My worry is still like, how is this going to actually turn out? This is the first one under Disney. And are they doing this to cover up the fact that like, it's not going to be the same kind of Deadpool, but I don't think so because it's still Ryan Reynolds and he still has a big say in it and they're willing to let it be rated R. So you know, after Moon Knight, I, I really think Disney is loosening the leash on the content, and I think they're like they're even. I would I would say five years ago, if She Hulk came out, they wouldn't have the profanity and the f bombs and and the everything. And I think they're they're starting to embrace that the MCU is separate from Disney, and. Um, and also that they just own so much now. Like 10, 15 years ago, they didn't own Star Wars and Marvel and Fox. And they own much more stuff. They're not just Disney anymore. Or they're Disney Plus. Like yeah. there is a lot more. The, the Simpsons are now under the Disney umbrella. Like, you know, these type of things. It's like it's not what they traditionally did in the past, but they're a giant corporation that bought those things up. And so the worry is that when it goes under Disney's umbrella, that they're they're gonna change it and Disneyfy it, and that's the big fear. And so we really kind of have to wait to actually see it. You know, I take this as good news. I like seeing this announcement because I Deadpool's one of my favorite characters. I love that Debbie has him watching over her while she sleeps. Uh, yeah, got that on the bed frame. That's fantastic. Uh, and, and so I, you know, when you know disney bought fox a i was like yay they can use mutants now which they still haven't done yet but deadpool well i mean they kind of have with the 
Scarlet Witch and the but and with Miss Marvel and the mutation thing, but they haven't really done like X Men stuff yet, and so Deadpool's like going to be one of the first one of those things too. My my big fear is uh, this guy's getting mad. My big fear is um, <laughs> what's the budget afforded to it? If it was Bob Iger, I'd be a lot less worried, but. This guy is just hacking and slashing at Disney's budget. And what is he going to allow? Bob Chapek? Yeah, Bob Paycheck. Um, what's he going to allow as far as a budget goes? And is he going to allow a good product to come out? Because as far as I've seen from what he's doing at Disney, he is just, you know, throwing nickels around with their manhole covers. So... I'm, well, I'm more worried about the actual product than I am about what's going to be allowed into the film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was surprised they decided to make Armor Wars into a movie instead of a Disney Plus series. Well, you know what's great? <laughs> Is that Sam Rockwell has been confirmed as being... Has he? Yeah. I sent you that. Okay. Let me go grab it from... Did you send me that? The Facebook chat. I had to have sent that to you guys. Oh, uh, well, I sent it in like a post, and so it didn't actually just send the picture. Let me get the picture. Save image. Save. Add overlay. White Vision and Sam Rockwell's Justin Hammer. Well, it's a rumor. News rumor. Wow. Well... Now I'm officially hate that. But I was like, Sam Rockwell, I thought it was confirmed. I, I didn't see that it said news rumor. But I've been saying bring back Sam Rockwell ever since Iron Man 2. And mm -hmm. now's the really appropriate time to do it because it would make so much sense. He's hilarious in Iron Man 2. He's great. He's a great antithesis or like shadow character of Iron Man. Because, like, he's not Iron Man, but he so desperately, like, wants to be Tony Stark, but he's not. Uh, and so one of the last things he says. You started to think like a CEO, taking out the competition. I like go. that. You think you're making a problem for me? I'm going to make a problem for you. I'm going to be seeing you again real soon. He says, I'm going to be a problem for you. But then he says, I'm going to see you again real soon. But since he's like also wrong about like a lot of stuff, it's great <laughs> that it's been like a decade and we haven't seen him yet. So for him to come back, is like, I told you I'd see you again soon. And it's like, ah. And he just has such a presence. Sam Rockwell uh, is one of my favorite actors. And he was, I think, a lot of fun. He's one of the film. few actors that I don't think he's made a movie that I didn't like. Mm. Um, even, yeah. even the one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite movies um, that I, that he's been in. Uh, I forgot it was a movie that didn't do well at the box office. It had Christopher Walken. Seven and, Psychopaths. Yeah, Seven Psychopaths. That yeah, was. A, I was uh, like. That, as soon as I learn more about it, I'll know exactly what movie you're talking about. If you were about yeah. to say he was on the moon, I was like, oh, that was moon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he, he's one of those actors that he's he's never really been a leading man, but when he's in a movie, he commands the movie and, and yeah. makes the movie watchable. And like that's why one of my favorite performances of his is as Guy in Galaxy Quest. 
he yeah. literally plays like the red shirt guy on a Star Trek team. Like, and then he's freaking out because they're aware that they're from a show, but they're not actually in the show, but now they're actually in a sci-fi situation. And he's like, I'm just a side character, man. They just put me on so I could die. Like, I'm just he's like, Well, maybe you're the plucky comic relief. <laughs> it's like Oh, that's not right. No. And he just has a great story arc in that, and he just does so much with like the character that he gets. And again, in Iron Man 2, he is just... We're Now we're going to play some clips. And then we're going to end the show because we've been going for a while. I bump my book. Well, okay, nothing's impossible. I could... Are we talking about... Uh, is this a bird back in Russia? It's a great bird. It's a beautiful We bird. got this all the way from Russia. Hey, man, please close my book. Well, listen, even if it's not the bird, I mean, this is a, this is a gorgeous bird. Is that your bird? I'm confused. You said it wasn't, but now it looks like your best of pals. You love that bird, don't you? You know what? Take the bird. Do you speak English? Because I can get a translator. I, I don't know. Have you been understanding everything I'm saying? Very good, man. Very good, man. Very good. <laughs> you dig what I'm getting at here? I don't know if you know this, but I don't speak Russian! of drones is, is communicating in its own unique language. We'll choose one and focus on that. Have you tried Russian? Why don't you try Russian? <laughs> yeah! I'm talking about. The press is about to have a bigger problem. <laughs> They're about to run out of ink. And then he pauses <laughs> for laughter and like one person is like, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, like I, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with that and him in that, but I'm still crossing my fingers that he'll be back for Armor Wars. But also, as far as I'm concerned, and tell me how you guys feel about this before we get ready to go. But the Deadpool announcement that's now like at the top of my things I'm anticipating list. I, I, I mean, I'm anticipating it, I think it's going to be a uh. <laughs> Uh, oh lord uh yeah that that's on top of my list although I'm, I'm very excited to see wakanda and after watching the leak of ant-man and quantumania i'm pretty excited about that one too and there was also a leaked loki trailer and that you know, I just saw Tom Hiddleston and I was like, Debbie's going to love this. And uh, I saw Owen Wilson. I was like, I'm going to love that. So, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> you, you have the same things that enticed me the first time around. I'm on board. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they better have him say that. And then there is the rumor that, well, I'm not sure if it's a rumor or if it's true, but uh, Harrison Ford's in the top running to replace uh i heard that he already turned that down did you hear that i didn't hear that replace who uh general Thund ross thunderbolt oh, okay. ross i because, heard you know, they're I gonna have a thunderbolt movie coming up so i mean i was scrolling through social media and i saw a thing that said like he was apparently first in line for that and that he already turned it down or something like that but he's he was probably like i'm not working with you 
You're the same people that took over Star Wars, and I got killed off in that so I could get away from you. I'm finishing out Indiana Jones because I want to do some justice to that character, but for God's sakes, leave me alone. I'm like 90 years old. I mean, at this point, what's it going to be? Indiana Jones and the Lost Remote? Like, I, I like. <laughs> I had it right here. God damn it. I can't get up the stairs because I need to sit in this chair and the remote makes it go up. Why wouldn't they just build it into the arm of the chair? I ask you. <laughs> Where's my paper? <laughs> oh, man. Yes, it belongs in a museum. All right, get back in bed. Uncle I'll be Andy. making fun of my boyfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just continue making fun of Harrison Ford. Dear TV guide. <laughs> Okay, uh, so that's it for us tonight. I want to thank John for joining us and talking all about She-Hulk, talking all about Wakanda, and talking all about Deadpool 3. Uh, we look forward to having you on again in the future, so let me know if you're interested on being on future episodes. And David will probably be back. We'll have other guests at some point. Uh, Debbie, of course, thank you for being here, as always. And I need to plug cantina happy hour for thursday we'll be talking andor and also i'm supposed to mention that um we do have podcasts and i believe these are uh being converted over to podcasts also so you can catch them on podbean apple amazon and spotify for all of you that just watched all of this and you want to listen to it you can <laughs> <laughs> Go do that. No, I'm sorry. Well, I there's thinking. others. There's I know. I was like, I'll just put it out there. But yeah, there's Geek and I and lightsabers and yes, there are other podcasts as well. Yes, yeah. but and I will have a write up of Andor. The first four episodes. Uh, I'm working on it now. I'll have it this Wednesday on GeekNewsNow.net. GeekNewsNow.net. So if you're not familiar with the uh, series and you're interested in it. It's going to be kind of like a recap and uh, analysis. So Very check it out on Wednesday when I have that uh, when I have that up on the site. All right, so that's coming on GeekNewsNow.net. We got more stuff coming out on YouTube. We got Thursday night Cantina Happy Hour. Stewart says still game Resident Evil Four or We Riot. Uh, <laughs> you'll get your wish. Like I said, I had a very busy week last week, but I'm diving back into that stuff. Uh, so don't worry. And of course. We'll be back with more MCU Mondays on Mondays. Uh, but that's it for now. Thanks again for tuning in. Let me find my favorite closing video. I wasn't set up to it. I apologize. <laughs> but we're done. You know what it is. So if you want to <laughs> get out of here. That's it for us. We'll see you next time. Shit! Language! Wait a second. No one else is going to deal with the fact that Cap just said language. Just slipped out. Find the Scepter. And for gosh sake, watch your language. That's not going away anytime soon. You bet your ass. Steve, he said a bad language word. Did you tell everyone about the that? The handle's imprinted. Out with the platinum bastard. Steve doesn't like that kind of talk. You know what, Romanov? Fury, you son of a bitch. Ooh.